Imagine that you're sitting as a passenger of a private jet, maybe holding a drink, looking out through the window down to the glistening sea below you, when suddenly from out of nowhere it feels like a giant hand takes a grip on your aircraft, turns it over several times and then throws it down towards the sea below you. That's exactly what happened to some passengers on the 7th of January 2017 when they encountered a phenomenon called clear air turbulence. And like the name suggests, it's turbulence that occurs in clear air. Turbulence that cannot be seen either by the naked eye or even on weather radar. It can only be felt. The investigation into what happened showed that this turbulence was caused by one of the massive A380 super jumbo jets passing overhead, which sent powerful rotating wind vortices down into the air below them and into which the small bombardier jet was flying. Thankfully, though there were some injuries on that flight, there were no fatalities. And also, since then, air traffic control have new procedures in place to make sure that this doesn't happen again. This story reminds us that the wind though unseen, can have a powerful effect upon the world. Now, normally when people are looking to make that point, they'll perhaps remind you of the paper windmills you had as a child, or how soap bubbles float in different directions, or even how a hot air balloon can navigate. But that story about the plane also makes it clear the awesome, almost unimaginable power that lies behind the unseen wind. Welcome back to our study of John's Gospel. I'm Ian. And this is the Sailor Time to Pause podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. Today we're thinking about how Jesus uses an analogy with the wind to help Nicodemus understand what it means to be born again. John chapter 3. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into the mother's womb to be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. I will stop and breathe in your Perhaps a gust of night wind swept round the place where Nicodemus and Jesus sat talking together and gave the cue for this condensed parable of Jesus. But whether it did or not, we find that the wind serves as a particularly good symbol of the Holy Spirit. As Jesus points out to Nicodemus, wind by its very nature is invisible and unpredictable. The wind that blows today from the north may blow from the south tomorrow, or from the east or west or not at all. 
We feel its effect and hear it whistling through the leaves, but the wind itself is totally free from man's control. It exists everywhere on earth, is continually in motion and may be experienced in varying degrees from a slight breeze to a mighty rushing wind to the destructive force of a tornado. On a hot summer's day, a cool breeze refreshes everyone. Just as the wind is everywhere in the world, even so the Holy Spirit's work is universal, not limited to one country, region or race of humanity. Similar to the unpredictability of the wind, even with modern science we still cannot say for certain where the Spirit will blow in great power today or tomorrow. As the wind is beyond man's control, in the same way no one can control the work of the Spirit. As the wind blows from the heavens, so the Holy Spirit is sent from heaven. As that wind perhaps blew around Jesus and Nicodemus, the effects would have been seen. The sound would have been heard and importantly, changes would have been produced by it as trees and clouds in the night sky were moved, yet the wind itself was not seen. And so it is, Jesus is teaching Nicodemus, with the operations of the Spirit. We see the changes produced. Men just now sinful become holy. The thoughtless become considerate. The promiscuous become pure, the vicious moral, the immoral ethical, the prayerless become prayerful, the rebellious and obstinate become humble and teachable. When we see the trees moved, or the waters of the ocean piled up in heaps, or feel the cooling effects of a summer's breeze, we attribute those things to the wind, even though we cannot see it directly nor fully understand its operations. Similarly, when we see such changes in the lives of others, we ought no more to doubt that they're produced by some cause, by some mighty agent. Jesus wants Nicodemus to understand that the proper evidence of this new birth is the effect it has upon the life of the newly born convert. And so when Jesus says to him, So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. He wants him to know that this effect should be seen in every believer, in everyone born of the Spirit. You may not be able to see the rebirth by looking at their outward appearance. There's no change of eye colour to a shining golden glow, nor does a halo suddenly appear above their heads, but you still should be able to see its effects. And as our opening illustration with the Bombardier private jet shows, these are not only slight effects. The wind is a powerful force and its effects can be dramatic. So too the effects of the spirit can be radical Remember, Jesus is talking here about a change so dramatic, he says that it's as if you're being born again, a whole new person filled with new life, replacing fear with faith, replacing anger with forgiveness, replacing doubt with hope, replacing anger with love, replacing judgment with grace, bitterness with trust, pride with humility, envy with kindness, replacing cowardice with courage, impatience with perseverance, replacing harshness with compassion and replacing selfishness with generosity. So can you see such changes in your life? In the words of this episode's title, is it likewise with you? Just as the wind sometimes sweeps with a tempest and prostrates all before it, whilst at other times it gently breathes upon us in a mild evening zephyr, so it is with the operations of the Spirit. Sometimes we tremble and are prostrate before truth, and sometimes we are sweetly and gently drawn to the beauty of Jesus.
Has the wind swept over you and through you, changing you to be more the person you were created to be? Are you living the new life Jesus offers? When was the last time you let the Spirit do some work in your life? And will you let him work in you today?